Three-pointer for Patty, his first Atlanta basket. Straya, how are you going? How are you going? I hope you're alright. I trust that you're alright. This is NBA Straya, it's Monday, oh jeez, November 27, all day. I'm your host, James Clements, a slightly more alive James Clements than last Friday. Jeez. Jim, did you push through the COVID to do a show on Friday? Yes, I did. Look, not all heroes wear capes. But I also wear a cape. Bet you didn't know that. Wear a cape when I tape this. No, of course I don't. Uh, I'm the editor of a good website called CodeBet. Go check that out. You can also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA, Fox Sports Lab NFL, CodeBet Daily, here in Larry Armour Studios. He's going all right, the old Larry Armour. Thank you for the uh, kind messages and everything. He has gotten back to his old self in record time. Just barking at everything, losing his mind. Ugh. The insulin works. <laughs> anyway, we're here to uh, set you up all things NBA, including, you know, a little bit of Australia. That's what we do here. Don't take things too seriously. Leave that for the nerds. Uh, big weekend. We had some in-tournament gear on Saturday. We had some fun games today and yesterday as well. Uh, but most importantly, Patty Mills made his Atlanta debut. you love to see that. Uh, we'll set up the in-season tournament. Well, we'll talk about those games and all the other games in the game wraps, but we'll also do weekend winners and losers. Uh, and then tomorrow we'll basically run through the chaotic uh, in-season tournament setup on tomorrow's show. It's going to be pretty nuts. I'll tell you. Uh, we've also got this on life. All mate, no mate. Spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. We've got some Yanazi on Pop Their Opinion of the Day in our back take house. We were serving up a flame grill take. There's an Andrew Gay's Grey Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. And uh, five games to pick and preview for you tomorrow. Very fun. Some really good ones too. And uh, I think we'll have a deli review to finish up. I think Barbie. Nice. All right. Let's get into it. Episode 992 of NBA Australia. Where were you in 1992? I know it's only 992, but 1992. I think I, think I can remember my teacher. It's my best, my best mate. They made since we were kids, aren't you, Brian? Anyway, uh, let's get into it. Episode nine nine two. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the Shaq attack. Ah, you better. Oh, you better watch out for being cut if you're Shaq Leonard. How weird was that that the Colts cut him? Anyway, that's a bit of NFL talk, just saying. <laughs> Go listen to NFL Australia, would you? Uh, watch out for the Shaq attack. I don't know. You better watch out for the Embiid attack. If you're uh, Chet Holmgren. Better watch out for the, I don't know. Unfounded accusations attack, I guess, if you're Josh Giddy. We're going to talk about that right off the top because of why the bloody hell wouldn't we? Uh, let's get it stuck into today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with a daily. 
That's right, the whipperhead. Oh, Jim, is it a whipperhead because it's got a big whip crack? Yes, that's right. Well spotted. Uh, Josh Giddy, let's start there with the Mop Top Mumba, the Wee Bix Kid. Uh, I, I talked about talked this one out on Friday show, uh, but now I actually, you know, don't want to fucking curl up in a ball and die. It's uh, <laughs> the old Coco. Uh, feeling pretty good, but I still am exactly where I was on Friday, right? Unless we've got any fucking proof or evidence of wrongdoing, it does still feel like this all stems from literally one Instagram comment go, bro. She's 15, bro. Lol. And this is what this is all started off with. But then in the back of my head, I know that you don't want to give any credence to bullshit internet rumors. But we did have uh, the NBA come out and say, yep, look, we're going to look into the allegations that he had an improper relationship with an underage girl. Uh, Mark Dagano said that Gids is available to play. He will play. There's no change in his status. Uh, he was then asked if that can change in the future, the OKC coach, and he said that's a league matter. Uh, and Gids was asked about it at media availability before the game on our Sunday. And he's like, I understand the question, obviously, but no no further comment right now. I get the question, guys. I completely understand why you guys want to know about it, but just right now I don't have anything to say. Now, <laughs> you can interpret this a couple of ways. Like, yeah, no shit. But if your girlfriend was 19, <laughs> right? When you're like, I unfounded bullshit speculation, I'm not going to fucking answer that dumb shit. That's also a tack they could be taking here, but it'll, it's also something that, I don't know, it does feel like the NBA investigation could very, come down, very well come down to uh, no improper dealings were discovered. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Rug, rug, rug. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. But yeah, it took a while for even the NBA or other media outlets to sort of take this and, I don't know, turn it into any sort of story because it's, yeah, it's online allegations from anonymous accounts that have since been deleted and deactivated. So make of that what you will. I tend to make not much from internet speculation for this sort of stuff. But there is still the part of me, it's like, if it was all completely unfounded, you'd probably just come out and say that? Question mark? Anyway. But until we know anything about, you know, any fucking details about what's going on, uh, then I still reserve judgment and I'm not going to fucking become jury, judge, jury, and executioner. And nor should anyone else. I think that's absolute flog gear. Right. So Gids, he played on the weekend. Didn't have a great game. And it is weird now to see how the worm turns. Because now you've got absolute fucking lunatics out there just reveling in every sort of problem, mistake, hiccup that he has. And it's like, this is just fucked. Anyway. All right. Other news. Jalen Johnson. He's out four to six weeks with a left wrist injury. Jeez, he could join me on the IR. I've got my broken finger. I've got my fuck. I, did I? Yeah, I think I complained about the Achilles the other day, right? And uh, it is uh, my heel, and I have no idea what's going on. It's slowly getting better, but fucking hell, I'll tell you what, not being able to walk is a bit shit. Shit, I got one working, one working leg, one working arm, and uh, at least the cocoa is receded. So 
Anyway, Jalen Johnson, that sucks because he was absolutely tearing it up, over, averaging over 14 points a game, over seven rebounds. He was like one of the very sort of fun, shining lights on that Atlanta team that otherwise is like a lot of fucking Trey whinging. So that stinks. Jalen Johnson out for at least a month. Brutal. Uh, speaking of outs, the Extreme Zinger Meal. The Extreme Zinger Meal. Out for at least a week. He's going to have his calf re-evaluated in a week or so. Uh, Joey Muzz. I love you, Chris Stapps. Chris Stapps, I love you, man. Do you want to, hey, Chris Stapps, now that you've got a calf problem, did you want to watch The Town with me, man? I fucking love that movie. Have you, hey, Chris Stapps, have you seen The Town? Chris Stapps, that, The Town is like the best fucking movie that has ever been, mate. I'll watch it like four times a week, man. It is fucking the best. You can come over, we'll have some fucking popcorn, man, and you can watch The Town with me. I fucking love you, man. Uh, anyway, the Zinger the going out for Boston while they're sort of flying. Uh, they dropped the tough game against the Orlando Magic Men and then turned around and kicked the crap out of Atlanta on the weekend. It's a very, very quick test of their depth, of which they don't have much because they also then lost Jeru Holiday. So Jeru Holiday, his position on the team, obviously is, I mean, you've already got Derek White. You've got Peyton Pritchard. You know, it's fine. But it gets real fucking thin on the ground when you've got an awesome top six, but then two of them are out if you're the Celtics, right? So it's a right ankle sprain for Giroux. Hopefully he'll be back soon as well. But yeesh, bit of a rough one. Bit of a rough one. He's only averaging the 12, 7, and 5, but God damn, his impact is immeasurable comparatively. Uh, what else? We had Dyson Daniels putting up a fucking defensive masterclass yesterday. Did you watch that? He had six steals. Bloody good, bro. Bloody good. Bloody, bloody, bloody good. Uh, and Chet is absolutely crushing it so far going up against Wemby. Then Wemby bounced back today and had a massive one. So not bad. Good weekend for hoops. Uh, not much in the way of other news. Draymond did come out and uh, was quoted in very typical Draymond fashion, which means that he is the runaway winner of Dickhead of the Weekend, which will pop up in again in a second. Uh, but yeah. Just once, show some remorse, you moron. Oh man, I don't regret trying to choke out a 7 foot 20 fucking Frenchman. I couldn't give a fuck, mate. I just fucking back on my teammates. Yeah, but also, don't then complain, that, oh man, they keep pinging me for all this bullshit. <laughs> He sounds like just one of those absolute lunatics you'd run, like, you know, having grown up in Ballarat. There's a few of these folks out there. Hey, fuck, man. The fucking cops, man. They're fucking dogs. They're always fucking after me, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked. Like, they're fucking. Yeah, because you keep stealing shit <laughs> and dealing drugs. What do you expect? Oh, man. They're fucking always after me, bro. Yeah, because you're doing illegal shit. That's what Draymond's like right now. He's like, fucking man, can't believe they keep fucking pinging me for like assault and all this sort of shit and like suspending me for doing shit that should get me suspended. What a fucking lunatic. Anyway, let's fly through some uh, game wraps from the weekend because we had some crackers. Game wraps, 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 game wraps. Game wraps, that's right, the game wraps from the weekend. Uh, we had some rippers. Picked an absolute boatload of correct games on the Saturday for the NBA Cup, the in-season tournament. Uh, first of which was Orlando, just wiping the floor with Boston. Boston, it felt like uh, end of their tether on the road after a really big game against the Bucks on our Thursday, uh, the Thanksgiving Eve game. Uh, and then Orlando at home, 
just the sheer size of their wings really effed up Boston. So 113-96, good win for the Magic Men. Phoenix beat the pants off of that Memphis team that are horrible. Why is that, Jim? It's because they're shit. Marcus Smart has been like, you know, on the sidelines going, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. You shit. Stop being shit. Just like losing his mind. It's like, yeah, you can't argue with them, man. Because they are shit house. Uh, Devin Booker had 40 points in that game. The best part was for the Grizzlies, you're like, geez, must be pretty bad. It's like, yeah, D-Rose like, had 17 points. <laughs> Santi Aldama was their leading scorer. Santi Aldama. He had 21 on 20 shots. Desmond Bain shot 3 of 12 blah, for 6 points. It is chaotic to see how bad that team is. 89 points for the Memphis Grizzlies. Good win for the Suns. Uh, they had another good win today. Uh, spoiler alert. The Bulls lost in Toronto, 121-108. Just another dispiriting ass-kicking for the now, what, they were then 5-12, and 12, then now 5-13 uh, after today, just saying. OG had 26-6, Levine had 36, but just, yeah. The Bulls are a mess. Would not be a giant surprise if, like, you wake up tomorrow and Billy Donovan and the Bulls have parted ways of their... Or they're just... What have we got? Two and a half weeks until the December 15 uh, trade key date where anyone who signed a uh, contract in the offseason is now eligible to be traded. So, yeah, you'll see somebody fucking moved on because that team is a mess. Going to talk about that again. Losers are the Heat. Lost against the Knickerbockers in New York City. 198. This one was awesome. Uh, came right down to the wire, obviously. As the Knicks came flying back, 29 to 11 in the fourth quarter. This game was O V E It really was. They were getting their ass kicked. It was like in the third quarter, they were up 20 where the heat. It was like 82 62. I think they were up 21 at one point, right? Like 83 62. And yeah, then they just went, right. Well, this is a bit fucking easy, bro, so let's just give it up, eh? And uh, the Knickerbockers. I'd actually turn this off, and I'm like, oh, I'll go back to that. Just like, I love the court, the Knicks court. Like, this is the good thing with the uh, NBA Cup as well. you got sweet courts. The Orlando court was lovely. The Memphis one was good. The Toronto one was a bit odd, but it was fine. The Knickerbockers one, though, beautiful. Love that orange. It's like, But again, this is why we need different colored balls, because it was an orange court. What color is a basketball, Jim? Oh, it's fucking orange, eh? Yeah, that's not great. Anyway, came flying back to the Knicks. Emmanuel quickly is nailing threes. RJ Barrett doing shit. Jalen Brunson just absolutely turned it on. They were so fucking good. And then, boom, free throws down the stretch. They hold on to win the Knicks. That was a massive, massive, massive win. And uh, they were down 21. They stayed alive in the in-season tournament because of this win. And it was rad. Seriously, it was a really fun game. Heat Knicks, what a rivalry. We need that more. Uh, right, the Pacers kicked the shit out of the Pistons because they're bad, 136-113. No surprises really there. Kate Cunningham at 31, but, yep, still bad. Uh, Rockets beat the Nuggets. Whoa, 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 what? Yep, that's right. Jokic from Wish, a.k.a. Alper and Shingoon, had the 21-15-8. Joker did have 38-19-8, but <laughs> still, that's what you get when it's Joker from Wish. I'm going to talk about Aaron Gordon's performance in a second, but geez. Uh, Jam and Jamal Murray 
not being on this Nuggets team and them being completely unable to beat teams that are over 500 is getting a bit weird. Jalen Green had 25. Awesome win for the Rockets. They were all going to pop up in a second as well. Don't worry about that. Uh, we had the Bucks sneak past the Wizards just. Brooke Lopez had 39 points. What the fuck was this game? It was chaos. They could just never put them away. And if you'd bet them at a big line, like, well, I don't know, me. Uh, it's pretty fucking frustrating. 22 each for Kuzma and Jones and Pula 26. Kispert hit six threes for his 20 points. And the Bucks had three dudes over 30 points. Like, that's how bad the Wizards are defensively. Giannis had 31, 9, 3, and 3. 39 points, as I mentioned, for Brook Lopez. He had four threes. And Dame had 31, 6, and 10. That is just insane. And they just snuck past the Wizards. So, good job by the Bucks, I guess. Uh, the Kings, big win against the Wolves. This is the first Wolves home loss of the season. 124-111. Darren Fox was immense. 36-7 and 12. Outplayed Ant-Man just, who had 35-7. and 7. But the Kings were just, like, really, really good. You know, they have these random games where Harrison Barnes steps up and goes, oh, yeah, I'm actually pretty good at basketball. Here's 18 points. You're like, yeah, thanks. Thanks, Harrison. Black Falcon. And for the Wolves, Carl Anthony Towns had 27, 11, and 4, but just had like a bit of an off one for everybody else. Like one of six for Sheik Melton. Milton. Yeah, the two of seven for Mike Conley. Bounced back in a big way the next game, but still. Good win for the Kings. They needed that one. Fires and Lazar! The Warriors held off the Spurs. Much to the chagrin of our man, Ian Bassett. <laughs> it's a tough one for him. Uh, with a bet slip that he sent through. A dollar fifty. Oh, that was a heartbreaker, that one. 116-112. Spurs made a massive run late and uh they hold them off, so no worries there. Steph, 35. Chaotic sort of game. Very fun sort of game. And uh, I have some big problems with Zach Collins. Not only because he looks like he drives a Subaru Forester, but he does realize that Victor Wembanyama's on that team, right? It's weird. It's really weird. Uh, but this was a lot of Dario the homie Saric. Played his ass off. He had 20 in that. <laughs> Way they went. <coughs> Still dying over here. Jeez. And then... Last game of the NBA Cup on Saturday, we had the Pelicans beat the Clippers, 116-106. Awesome game. Zion had 32. Paul George had 34. Beat them in the fourth quarter uh, to win by 10. Just sort of held them at arm's length. 32-30 and 30 for Zion and Spindles Ingram. They're figuring it out. This is such a great combo, this Pelicans team. Look, I've yelled about this before. CJ McCollum goes out. The wheels fall off. And then they go, wait a minute. If we've got Dyson Daniels and Herb Jones in our backcourt, who the fuck is going to score on us? And you know what the answer to that is? Nobody! Because they're awesome! Dyson Daniels. He had 7, 8, and 5 in that one. He had 6 steals in the next game. He and Herb Jones are like just fucking basketball pterodactyls. you got Spindles and you've got Zion. Fucking fat and skinny win the race. 62 points between them. you got big, my name is Jonas Valentunas. Jordan Hawkins hitting threes. Awesome, awesome gear. Meanwhile, for the Clippers, Kawhi. <laughs> he had 20. 34, as I mentioned, for Paul George. 20 for Norm. Norm Powell. But Rusty went one of eight. James Harden went two of eight. And Clippers. Yeah, just one of those ones where you go, well, that's not very good, is it? No, no, it's not. Uh, good stuff. And then Sunday, to fly through the rest of the games, we had the Sixers play the Thunder, an absolute rip-snorter of a game. 127-133, Philly win this one on the road 
Chet had 33, Embiid had 35. This game was an absolute cracker. Thunder came flying back, nearly pinched this one. Sixers hold them off. Nets beat the piss out of the Heat, 112-97. Uh, really fun game too, that one. Just because the Nets just, when they get rolling sometimes, they're just up and about and they're a pleasure to watch. They just need one more dude. Anyway, uh, Hawks kicked the crap out of the Wizards because, God damn it, the Wizards are disappointing. 26-6-10 for Trey, 136-108. They win this one. Hawks move to 8-7 and seven with that. Wizards 2-14. Brutal. The Lakers-Cavs. LeBron James returned home. Cleveland! That's right. The place he brought a 2016 NBA title thanks to his good friend Matthew Delavidova. 121-115. The Lakers win. That's right. The Lakers win. Uh, 121-115. Donnie Mitchell, LeBron. That were a bit bare. This was much more of a AD versus go the fro Jared Allen and Evan Mobley game, and it was wildly entertaining because of it. 32-13 and 13 with three blocks for AD. LeBron had 22-6-6 six and six on 23 shots. Uh, 23, oh, that's the number he wore there. Amazing, man. Mobley and Allen combined for 39 points and 20 rebounds, nine assists and seven steals with three blocks. That's a hell of a combo. The problem is... Donnie Mitchell shot four of 18 Blah! for 22 points. Darius, the, Darius Rucker, Judy Garland only got managed the 14. And uh, that was the big sort of clincher for the Cavs. Just not having Garland, right? Like, it's going to break your back and break your fucking heart. So, yeah, not great. Yeah, he had a neck strain and it was just a weird one. So, look, tough one for the Cleveland. Cavaliers, D'Lo shot 4-12, really tried to keep the Cavs in this one, especially down the stretch. D'Lo's like, check out this miss. Oh, I'm going to completely airball it. Hey, I'm going to hit a big three out of nowhere as well and completely sink everyone's hopes. Uh, Tough one for the Cavs. When they're at, like, full strength and the big dudes are playing well, Garland and Mitchell are both playing, they still feel small. Like, Sweet Baby and Isaac Okoro and Niang came off the bench, but that starting rotation of Garland, Mitchell, and Struess, it's like if a Coro could just not be shit, you know? They'd be laughing, but they need the shooting of uh, Struess because Mobley and Allen, just, it's a, a lot of non-shooters to have on the floor at one time, right? So, yeah, tough one. <clears throat> but anyway, Cavs will be fine. I just want them to get and stay healthy. 15, 5, and 10 for Austin Reeves in that one too. Crazy game, fun game. Big win for the Lakers. Talk about them again in a second. Uh, remember how I said I was going to speed through this? Pelicans <laughs> lost to the Jazz on a back-to-back. Weird game because the Jazz just fucking flew past them right late. It was absolutely gnarly. They dropped a 37-point fourth quarter and crushed it. The Sex Man. It was absolutely nuts. They didn't have Lowry. They didn't have Jordan Jeremy Clarkson. Uh, so you had Keontae George with 15. Kelly Linick had 13. And the Sex Man, Sex Man was just out there crushing it. Zion didn't play. But <coughs> anyway, it was a weird one. Just trust me. It was a weird one. The Jazz started. Don Collins, Simone Fontecchio, Omi Yurtseven, Chris Dunn, and Keontae George. Yep. And they won. <laughs> That's just... Dyson had six deals in that game, though. That's just chaos. Jordan Hawkins had 25 as a starter in places Ion, but yeah. This is the game where you're like, we're on a back-to-back, boys. You're like, yeah, having CJ McCollum would be a bit handy sometimes. Anyway, and then hilariously, the Clippers kicked the absolute shit out of the Dallas Mavericks, 107-88. Luke had 30, didn't matter. 
Uh, Clippers just ran right over the top of them from the get-go. Like they were just always playing catch-up, and then the Clippers had just given them the old defensive clamps, and away they'd go. Harden had again went two of eight. Rusty had a pretty good game, fourteen eight and seven, but. Paul George, 25. 2 of 12 shooting for Kawhi. <laughs> like, to win a game when you go 8 of 29 from downtown and shoot 43% from the floor, how do you win that game? Oh, well, you out-rebound the other team by 20 and uh, you hold them to 37% shooting and 9 of 38 from 3. So, not bad. No Derek Lively, no Dallas Mavericks. 26 for Kyrie, 30 for Luka. Tim Hardaway, the lesser, 12 points on 14 shots, and Packer up, boys, yeah, done. So, bit of a shit one there, I reckon, if you're a Dallas fan, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, today, we had Milwaukee pull off the biggest comeback of the season. Down 26, they beat the Portland Trailblazers. Mm, that's good tanking in Dame's first game against his old team. Uh, I got excited for that for a second, then I'm like, ah, it's in Milwaukee. Like, Dame going home is going to be the thing, but... Scoot hit a three in his face. It was pretty good, but then Milwaukee came flying back and won it. So, uh, good win. Boston hold off Atlanta without the extreme Zinger meal or holiday. Not bloody bad, man. Supercharged Zinger Burger. He wasn't very supercharged today, was he? No, because he didn't play Jim. That's right. Uh, good stuff. The Knickerbockers of New York City lost in hilarious fashion. Devin Booker, big three for the win. Uh, the. Amount of Jalen Brunson love almost hit a feverish high. His potential game tying shot with fuck all time left on the clock on the inbounds at the very end of this game, down three points for the Knicks. It's about as close as a three-point heave game winner for it to go in and not actually go in that you'll ever see. And hit like eight different points in the rim (laughs) <laughs> and bounced out. It was very chaos. So Booker was awesome. No KD, no Beal. Devin Booker goes off. Massive win. He had a very quiet first half and then went bang. Orlando beat the Charlotte Hornets 131-17. LaMelo goes down with people like, oh, it looked like an ACL, bro. It's like, nah, it's an ankle sprain. <coughs> Hopefully he goes all right. Minnesota kicked the crap out of Memphis because, again, they're bad. 119-97. Brooklyn hit 25 threes, I think it was today. 25 they were down 21 in the first quarter and uh, were already up by 10 or back up by double figures in the second quarter because they dropped 44 on them in the second quarter against the Bulls. As I said, the Bulls are shithouse. 118-109, the Nets end up winning. They hit 25 of 53 from downtown. Royce O'Neal hit six. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, hit six. Four for Mikael Bridges. Three for Dorian Finney-Smith. Three of nine for Spencer Dinwiddie. Amazing. 54-25 run, they pulled that off. They were down 30-9, ended up, over, you know, double-figure lead in the second quarter. Amazing. Uh, Toronto fall in Cleveland. Cleveland! 105-102. Big Cavs win after a couple of losses, as I mentioned. They went absolutely hammer and tongs, these two teams. Struess was massive. And this is one where I'm like, I'm talking about how small they are, especially against a team like the Raptors, where you can start see Arkham OG, Scoob, and Teenage Mutant Yaka Pertle. And Siakam was good, 18 points, but it was on 17 shots. OG had some big shots late, but he had 11 on 12. Scoob, 15 points on 14 shots, 5 of 14 shooting. So, really, Gary Terrence Trent Darby Jr. had a shot to tie this as well and stepped out of bounds. That is a man who looks very confused when he's fucked up. It's pretty funny. 
Donny Mitchell had another Barry Crocker shocker. He went 4 of 17 for 10 points. He looked way off. But Darius Rucker Judy Garland, his next sprain was fine. He had 24 and 8 and shot 10 of 16. You little beauty. Mobley had 12 and 14. Struis had the 20, 11 and 5, though, with four threes. He was massive. Big win for the Cavs. They're now 9 and 8. Raps, 8 and 9. Flip it up and reverse it. Uh, and then the final. Was this the last game of the day after that? Yeah, Spurs Nugs. That's chaos. Uh, Wemby was unreal. Joker was better because the Nuggets beat the Spurs at 132-120. And uh, Victor Wembenyama had 22-11 and six steals and four blocks. Six steals and four blocks. You're taking the piss at this point, but he shot seven of 17. <sighs> this Spurs team. Sohan goes out at the half. Trey Jones gets a bit of a run with the starters. This team just desperately needs a fucking point guard. I don't know why Vassell's not starting. It's like, oh, we'll put Malachi Branham in there, bro. It's like, okay. He had 15 points. It was also minus 15. Spurs are just a mess. It's just great tanking, though. Uh, for the Nugs, you had 39, 11, and 9 for Joker. 25 for Mika, Michael Potter Jr., MPJ. Uh, no Aaron Air Gordon after his horrible game last time. But, yeah, good win for the Nugs. They needed it. They're 11 and 6 now. Justin Holiday. Love to see him get a start. That's fun, isn't it? Julian Strother with 10 points as well. Anyway, Spurs are up to 3 and 14. Nugs 11 and 6. Let's do some NBA Australia winners and losers from your weekend. Oh my God. I won! I won! Ah! <laughs> <clears throat> Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Ken Brockman. <clears throat> Can we get a shot of me? There you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, big weekend winners, Bucks and Dame. 26-point comeback win against the Blazers. That would have been, in a weird Bucks season, it would have been just that one moment you're like, what the fuck is going on with this Bucks team? <laughs> you know? It took, what, 39, 31, 33 from Dame, Brooke, and uh, Giannis to get by the fucking Wizards, and then they would have lost to the Blazers? Nope. 26-point <laughs> comeback. It was huge. So they remained 12-5 and five and on a, suddenly a two-game winning streak. Pretty bloody good. Talk about fucking snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. Uh, speaking of which, though, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, the Blazers. That's good tanking. That's amazing tanking. Do you know how hard it is to tank that well? That's just ridiculous. To blow a 26-point lead is almost impossible because there's almost not enough time to get outscored by, you know, 19 points in the fourth quarter. But that's what they did. So credit to the Blazers for really, really putting their, you know, money where their mouth is and just really losing fucking hard. It's incredible gear. The Grim Reaper didn't have a great one in that one. One of five got posterized by Giannis, but still. Anyway, <clears throat> the Clippers lost to the Pelicans, then beat the Mavs on a back-to-back 4-1 and one in their last five. <coughs> Most importantly, Rusty looked pretty good. He had 14, 8, and 7, as I mentioned. And it's like, yeah, if they can just sort of get that mix right. So the Pelicans' loss was a tough one. But if they get the mix right of Harden starting, George, Kawhi, off they go, feeling good, feeling great, and Rusty off the bench, if they can just fucking do that, then you're good. But most importantly, they're weekend winners because Paul George and Kawhi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have played every game. That's right. 
the poster boys of fucking load management are actually out there playing games. It's very strange. I'm here for it. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, good stuff by them. It's like just the very simple idea of like, yeah, if your best players play all the time, your team's probably going to get better. But more importantly, it actually gives you a chance to actually play with your good dudes, the rest of the team, right? To sort of get that idea of like team cohesion, communication, and actually get that working. So it's pretty good. They've not missed a game. They've played back-to-backs, the the whole thing. And like this is the only way the Clippers are going to get good. So I love that. Uh, the Kings, huge win in Minnesota over the Wolves, as I mentioned, the first loss in Minnesota for the season. Fox is unreal. Fires a laser. They needed that one. It also sets up a mouth-watering, unless you're a Kings fan, because you're like, God damn it, how are the Warriors going to kick us in the nuts this time? So on Wednesday's game, it's Kings-Warriors. It's the in-season tournament winner-take-all playoff rematch from last year. It'll be on national TV. Draymond comes back. Who's going to kick in the nuts? Like, it's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Uh, so the Kings are kind of winners, but yeah. Sixers, Phillies number one and two. Embiid and Maxi. they had 63 in that game against the uh, Thunders. They look great. Embiid had 35-11-9, four blocks. Maxi 28-8-3, and they just looked really, really good after a uh, scratchy kind of week where they dropped a bad one but then sort of had some other good wins. So good bounce back by the Sixers. You sort of knew that one was coming. So good job, Philly. The Lakers. The Lakers! Are winners because AD and Reeves were awesome in that big win over Cleveland. That's right, over Cleveland. Cleveland! It was pretty chaos. I loved it. It was a fun game. LeBron was good without being terrifying. And uh, it was fun as shit. And the Lakers just... It was the sort of win they needed to have, right? Where it's like, yeah, we don't need LeBron to fucking, like, 200 million year old LeBron to carry us to a win in November in Cleveland. We can have AD and Reeves, who are being paid a fuck ton of money to play basketball well, actually do so. Uh, the Nets, solid back-to-back wins over the Heat and the Bulls. A couple of Eastern foes. I mean, hitting 25 threes against Chicago is hilarious. So, good job, Brooklyn. Uh, Devin Booker is a big weekend winner. To do that... At MSG, that's just like the game-winning three with awesome coverage. Like, it was nuts. It was a really it was an ama- a it was an amazing shot. B the stones to like have a crack. KD's not there. Beal's not there. Like, Eric Gordon's the only one on your team actually doing much of anything. And boom, he had twenty-eight, five, and eleven in that game. It was really well held. So. Brunson. Oh, poor one out for Brunson. 35-6-8. So. Um, Suns, though. No KD or Beal. Big win over the Knicks. Seven straight wins now all of a sudden. And the Suns are 11-6. and six. You love it. But my favorite two weekend winners, the 1995 NBA finalists. Who's that, Jim? Well, that's the Magic and the Rockets. Pay attention. They have the same offensive rating and defensive rating, both tied for fifth in net rating. Offensive ratings of a 111.9 and 106.8 for defense. The Magic have won seven straight. They beat Boston easily. The Rockets beat the Nugs easily. Boston and Denver are basically the consensus two best teams in the NBA at the moment. The Magic and the Rockets beat both of them easily. So let's go, Magic and Rockets. I fucking love both of them. Those two teams are fun as shit. Seriously, Orlando allowing 107.4 points a game. That's, uh, what's that? It's basically one of the top four in the East, I think, in terms of defense 
I think it's top five overall, uh, top five or six overall, I think, in points per game giving up. And then the Houston Rockets, having won two on the trot, their defense is only giving up 104, and they're only scoring 109 themselves. Like, that's crazy. Emo Udoka is just kicking their fucking heads into shape. But yeah, good weekends for both of them. They're winners. What about losers, though, Jim? Who do you think that could be? We're not losers. No, you two are winners. Big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Losers. Loser. Losers. The Mavs. Uh, No Derek Lively, no Mavs. They were averaging 122 points a game and scored 88 against the Clippers. Shot 37% from the floor, 23% from three. Got beaten by 19. This is why I'm that sort of trepidatious about this Mavericks team going into the season. They're now 10 and 6. And their third best player appears to be Tim Hardaway the Lesser. And that is a worry because he's mercurial, is a nice way of saying shit house. Uh, you've also got Luka Doncic having an x ray on his hand, waiting more testing. And if Dallas don't have, like, Kyrie or Luka out there for any sort of stretch, they're fucked. Like, Lively doesn't play in this game. They get cooked. And it's such a shitty turnaround because it was such a good win they had against the Lakers that it sort of sucked. Like, this is the tough thing with the Mavs. Awesome game, shit game. Awesome game, shit game. String together a couple of awesome games. Who'd you beat? Ah, you beat the Hornets. Cool. (laughs) You beat the Magic. Cool. But basically, ever since the start of the season when they won four on the trot, They've not won more than two on the, in a row since they've lost to the Bucks, the Kings, and the Clippers in three of the last four games. The two wins came against the Lakers and the Wizards. So, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one to trust this Mavs team. Like, Greeny and Exum look awesome. But again, without Lively out there, this roster is just so unbalanced. It's bizarre. Anyway, uh, the Wizards are just horrible. <laughs> They're losing. Like, I think the biggest loser out of this is probably Xavier Cooks. Cookie's like, hang on a second. Xavier Cook is just like, wait, what the fuck did I do, Jim? And I'm like, well, the fact that Xavier Cook got waived by this team might be the biggest kick in the nuts for Ballarat since, like, the Eureka Stockade. Or at least since 21 Arms closed. Maybe since the Bridge Mall Inn closed. You know? Just tough. The Wizards are so bad, they're giving up 125 points per game. <laughs> The craziest part to me is that that's the second worst mark in the league because the pace is like, we don't give a fuck about defense because we're going to score 128 each game and give up 125. 128 is still more than 125. The Wizards are like, we'll give up 125 and score uh, 115. That's still, last time I checked, I'm no math magician, less than 125. They're fucked. What a horrible team they are. It's just gross. Uh, the Bulls, again, what is this team? I challenge any Bulls fan just to tell me what this team is, what it's meant to be. Because it's like, oh, they're meant to be like a defensive juggernaut, Jim. It's like, no, they are not. They're only giving up 112 points per game. But, I mean, that's still, like, well behind, like, the Knicks, the Heat, the Magic, the Celtics, the Nugs. The Wolves, the Clippers, you know, that sort of stuff. Uh, the Rockets, as I mentioned earlier. So they're not elite defensively, 
Their offense is an absolute fucking train wreck. It is the worst offense in the East. That's right, the Pistons are in the East, and the Bulls are worse than them. So, yeah, it's the third worst offense in the league. They're gross. Pack her up, boys. The Bulls are cooked. I hate them. Uh, Detroit, similar vibes. They're no longer on the bottom <laughs> because the Wizards are 2-14. and 14. They're both tied there, but the Wizards are on the bottom because they've got a worse conference record, 1-13. and 13. It's just the Pistons, 13 straight losses. The loss to the Pacers, they were right there, and then the Pacers kicked into gear and fucking flew past them. It came after a pretty good game against the Nuggets, and still no good. Detroit are weird. And uh, Charlotte, they're weekend losers because they've lost Lamelo for a little bit. I did mention, I think, at the start of the season, they were one of my unders just because if they lose Lamelo for any, any, any stretch of time, they're fucking cooked. And without Terry Rose... Oh, I feel like he might have come back at some point, Terry Rozier. But they're now 5-10, and 10, this Hornets team. Wildly unbalanced. And, uh, yeah, Terry Rozier's back. But So maybe he helps them a little bit if Lamelo's out, but still. Ugh, bit of a rough one. Damn, I'll tell you. Yeah, that's right. Terry came back against that Orlando in that Orlando game after most of the month. So, Charlotte, a little bit cooked if Lamelo's dunchkies. Outside of that, look, the Grizzlies still stink. They've lost four on the trot. The Spurs, they just... It's it's almost like basketball practice at this point to let Zach Collins take a million shots while Wembenyama's on his team and just go, nah, I'm going to jack another three. It's like, fuck you, Zach Collins. Hit the bench. And if you want to know whether or not Greg Popovich might have been replaced with, like, I don't know, Don Nelson a couple of years ago, uh, yeah, the fact that Zach Collins just doesn't get dragged for this shit. He looks fucked. Uh, Memphis being caught an embarrassment. By their own players, Marcus Smart. Bit of a rough one. Uh, the Jazz were very close to being on this list again, but managed to claw their way into that win against the Pelicans. So good job by them. Outside of that, that's it. Let's do an NBA Australia Proof Performance of the Weekend, shall we? I think we should, Jim, yeah. <laughs> that's not a knife. That's a knife. Oh, man. Joel Embiid versus Chet was worth the price of admission. 35 versus 33. Embiid ends up with a 35-11-9 with four blocks, shot 8 of 18, 19 of 21 at the free throw line. This might be the problem with the Embiid show. It's like, I don't want to watch a giant man go to the free throw line 21 times. <laughs> so I'm not going to give it to him. Darren Fox, 36-7-12. Huge win against the Wolves. They thoroughly outplayed Minnesota on their own floor. Fox was... Huge in that one. And it's exactly, I love this for a, uh, that's not a knife because it's like, he's heard all the talk about Halliburton. Oh man, why would you trade Halliburton, man? He's better than Fox, eh? And Fox is like, fucking fuck you, man. 36-7-12, he was great. Giannis versus the Blazers, 33-16-6, not bad. Ask Cole Anthony, had 30 off the bench today. But Devin Booker in MSG without KD, without Brad Beal, surprise there. Uh, to go in and get that big win and hit the game winner was just absolutely, oh, hey, Jalen Brunson, is that a knife? Because poor Brunson, he poured his heart and soul into that game. He had 35-6-8, 15-25, 10 from downtown. Nearly hits the uh, game tire, but boom. Devin Booker, 28-5-11, the game-winning three. He didn't hit a three all game until that one. Sheer stones over the top of two nicks right on him. Everybody looking at him, he gets it off. Huge win. That's a fucking knife. Who was spot of the night? 
Spud, 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 of the night. Uh, Josh and Kogi went 0 of 5. We had 2 of 12 for Kawaii. <laughs> we also had 2 of 12 for Zach Collins. 0 of 7 from downtown. This was what I mentioned earlier. Zach Collins going, fuck it, I'm going to keep shooting. And when Benyama's like, oh, can you pass me the ball, please, Mr. Collins? Or shall I call you Miss Collins? I don't know. Eh? Uh, 0 of 7 from downtown. At one point, he just sort of wandered into like, I don't know, a contested three, and he's like, oh, of six, and he's like, all right, he's going to shoot the seventh. Clank just cost them big time. Three of 14 for Corey Kispert and our man Dyson Daniels, uh, but I would like to finally, here we go. We had the worst shooting game of the NBA season so far. Aaron Air Gordon against Houston on the weekend. Absolutely massive because Aaron Air Gordon went a ridiculous 0 for 12. Absolutely remarkable gear. Uh, it is extremely difficult to go 0 of 12, <laughs> especially if you're Aaron Air Gordon. It's like most of your points come on dunks. So, yeah, he's not going to give the old uh, Tim Hardaway senior record of 0 of 17, quite a shake. But I think 0 of 12 is so far the best this year. And I think we had an 0 of 13, I want to say, at the top of my head from uh, last season by PJ Hamilton, Washington. So great job by Aaron Air Gordon. But of course, the big things from the weekend. I'd like to thank Clay. That's right, Clay Thompson for going. What did he go and shoot? Oh, that's right. He shot 311, but not on top of that. We actually had one of the more remarkable 311 streaks today where Kata beats Diop and RJ Barrett both in the same game shot. Woo! Chill. Two 311s in one game. You little rippers. Who was Old Mate No Mates? Old Mate No Mates. Old Mate No Mates. Old Mate No Mates. Old Mate No Mates. Who's got No Mates today? I don't know. If you're the number one pick in the NBA draft, I feel like uh, the people who make your fucking uniform should probably know how to spell your name. Uh, Victor Wimben Yama. It's not hard to say. It actually is one of the more reasonably easy pronounced name pronounced pronounced uh, pronounced names in the NBA Wem Ban Yama it's literally as it says on the tin Wem Ban Yama uh, but apparently Wem Banyana is where we're at he literally had a jersey on saying Wem Banyana against the Warriors great job you absolutely fucking morons what are you doing Spurs this is horrible this is horrible there's no other way to put it you're an embarrassment what happened to this proud old French Panting of the night. Fatty, fat, 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 fatty, fatty, fat, fat. 
Uh, Giannis blocking Brogdon was pretty brutal right down the stretch. That was a huge one. Just like, oh, you think you're going to win, former teammate? Brat. Uh, Wemby getting blocked by the mitten. If you're seven foot twenty, I don't know if you should be getting blocked ever. But Gary Payton the second, aka the mitten, did. Uh, and Al Horford blocked Trey Young right into the lap of his own kid. It was pretty good. Mini Al, mini Al Horford. When they cut to the kid, and he's got, oh, he's like, ah, oh, g'day, g'day, dad. Al Horford's like, ah, oh, good catch, son. And then they showed the kid. I'm like, fucking hell, that kid looks like a tiny little Al Horford. With lots of hair. <laughs> it was pretty gnarly. Who was better than Lonzo Ball? Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. Uh, Austin Reeves, the double-double off the bench against Cleveland. 15, 10, and 5. He shot 4 of 8 from the floor. 6 of 6 at the stripe. Enjoyed that immensely. But also the better than James Wiseman. How about Chet? I mentioned this in that game against the Sixers. He had 33-6-2. Shot 13-21. 5-11 on threes. He was awesome. And far, far better than James Wiseman. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but Austin Reeves looked very, very good in that Cleveland game. And we could also give that one to our man, Ice Cole Anthony. I love me some Cole Anthony. Small gunner off the bench. I love to see that. 30 points, 7 assists, 7 rebounds, 2 steals, and a block. Absolutely unreal gear. And very clearly... Better than Lonzo Ball. All right, do we have a magic tweet of the day? Let's check. What do you reckon, Irvin? Have you got something for us? Come on, buddy. Come on. What do we reckon? No. (laughs) He's had a big Thanksgiving, so let's just do Dickhead of the Weekend. Dickhead of the Week! Uh, And the Dickhead of the Weekend award goes to the Draymond Green Memorial Dickhead of the Weekend award goes to... Draymond Green! Woo! <clears throat> Amazing. Just the sheer uh, hubris and arrogance and dumb fuckedness <laughs> of Draymond at points. Um, he said, basically, uh, after he got you know suspended and some of his past conduct played a role in the length of the ban, he said, well, to continue mentioning, oh, well, he did this in the past, I paid for those, said Green. I got suspended in Game 5 of the NBA Finals. You can't keep suspending me for those actions. Um, I mean, sure. The league made clear that they're going to hold everything against me that I've done before. That's okay. I need to adjust where I see fit. My teammates see fit. My coaches see fit. Our front office sees fit. And when I hear them say something, it means something to me. I mean, it's very clearly not getting fucking through, is it? <laughs> <clears throat> My favorite part, though, though, is seriously like the him to continue mentioning. Oh well, he did this in the past. I paid for those. I got suspended. You can't keep suspending me for those actions. Yeah, you're right. Every action by a repeat offender should be judged in a vacuum, just like they do in a court of law. Oh no, that's not right. Yeah, yeah. Like if you keep pulling off uh, repeated armed robberies, the judge doesn't go well. It's only three years for this one. I don't care that you've done it 13 times before. It's just three for this one. If you keep kicking dudes in the loaf, if you keep choking out giant Frenchmen, ah, you've now you've done some bad shit in the past, but you probably won't do it again. No, you probably fucking will. Draymond, Jesus Christ, you dickhead. What a moron. Blow it out your ass. Dickhead of the weekend. Let's do some yanas right after this. 
This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. 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 All right, let's do some Yanaz. Brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Go to nbaaustralia.com slash shop or just click through on the socials and away you go. Nice pretty pictures there. Uh, got to pay for this dog insulin somehow. Speaking of which, I've got to go call the vet at some point and get them to order me some new ones. Anyway, uh, let's do some Yanaz. Starting to get worried about Detroit. Yanaz, yeah. At the same time, it's like one of those ones where they've sort of brought this upon themselves. But I am more worried about their roster construction and their draft record at this point. Because I think the weird thing is like the same bottom four uh, in the NBA were for like two years, right? Like the Rockets, the Magic, the Pistons and the Thunder. The Magic and Thunder are fucking awesome. The Rockets are very, very good, and the Pistons are still shit. So it's getting to a point where you're like, uh, what's going on there in Detroit? Like, how long is this rebuild going to go? You're going to take a flyer here and there on a couple of other sort of projects? That's fine. But, like, they trade away Big Deke Bay, this sort of stuff. Just the rest of their roster, Jade and Ivy's just not doing much for you. Hey, Cunningham's still a turnover machine at times. Well, Sar Thompson looks fun, but maybe they just need some more Jalen Duran just staying out there on the fucking floor. Get back Boyan as a shooter. Play Sasser some more. But, like, missing... Like, Ivy and Killian Hayes just stinking, you know? It's not great. Like, Ivy was really good against the piss out of the paces the other day, but... That was the paces. <laughs> like, everybody looks good about against them. He had 17, like, last week as well, but I need to see it more and more and more. The Pistons, I'm starting to get very worried by that team. They're horrible. There's no other way to put it. Uh, is Masai Ujiri overrated? Jeez, we're just going all in on these East teams. Uh, Grady Dick, as uh, Toronto Raptors fans in just in some dire straits, he went 1-12 in his G League debut. And... You can sort of see why Raptors fans might be a little bit worried. <coughs> 1 and 12 is pretty brutal. Uh, and in this last draft, of course, he went behind the likes of, well, he went in front of, rather, of course. Uh, like Jordan Hawkins, you know, just before him, Keontae George, Jaime Hawkins, like dudes were, you're like, oh shit, actual players. And uh, Grady is just not doing a giant amount there. A little bit of a worry. Uh, but to be honest, it's like fucking November. So let's just pump the brakes. Chill out, Raptors fans. Uh, has a pee at a good one the other day. I talked, I think one of the uh, Outback Takeouts last week was uh, the in-season tournament and extending it. It's like, we're going to get to the end of this and go, Can we, what? why is it over? Let's keep it going. Has a pee had the idea. Would the in-season tournament playing home and away get it to the... Uh, to a reasonable time frame lengthwise, i.e. finishing January uh, sometime. So rather than just playing each team once in your group, 
you play a home and away against those teams, and that'd sort of give you a bit more time to play with. I think it really would. And I think it'd make for much better rivalries if it suddenly gets down to some knockout stages. I love that. Absolutely love that. Because it basically just doubles up the uh, you know, the round robin format. And then it really does feel like it doesn't creep up on you like it already has, where you're like, wait, did Indy already fucking qualify? Jews. And as I'll break down on tomorrow's show, like there's plenty of weird moving parts still to go on the final day of the in-season tournament. But yeah, I think we could expand it a little bit more just so we all sort of get much more of a feel for what's going on. To be honest, I wouldn't even mind if you played everybody in your conference once. But again, at the same time, that's a lot. <laughs> and that's just what the regular season is. So yeah, you play everybody in your group, maybe home and away, and then we go from there. Uh what about an unpopular opinion of the day? Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, don't mind the Magic and their draft all of a sudden. Jed Howard looked pretty good the other day. Anthony Black's learning on the job. I'm kind of digging it. I'm kind of digging it. I feel like the Orlando Magic had like a bit of a weird, <coughs> we cocked this one up draft, but Jed Howard wasn't bad in his G League debut. Anthony Black, he's literally, yeah, the work experience kid in the starting lineup. But, you know, I'm here for it. And if you're just not watching Orlando, what the fuck are you doing? Do yourself a favor. Go check him out. Paolo's awesome. Franz Wagner, hello, is really good. And if Anthony Black can turn into something, god damn, they're just so long. It's all over. Uh, but speaking of which, let's do a bit of a uh, Outback Takehouse. It's Monday at Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, yeah. Old mate had to take the squids to uh, daycare today because your mate Jim's got a bung foot. Didn't matter. She still hit a wallaby on the way back, so chucked her in the boot of the car, chucked her over the spit when he got here. So there you go. We've got roast wallaby, spit roast wallaby, only at Outback. And today's Flame Girl take is the Atlanta Hawks need to take a lesson from the Orlando Magic. That's right. Joe Ingles just proves that you need a veteran who comes off the bench and actually fucking plays. That'll solidify your bench. That'll get all your kids' heads in the right spot. And away you go. So Atlanta, pay attention. Get on it and play fucking Patty Thrills. Mill some more, you dickheads. Only at Outback. And also, the Adam Silver hit job on uh, the Aussies. A bit brutal. As I mentioned on Friday's show, the... uh, the covert ops, <laughs> Josh Giddy thing from Silver. Maybe it got a bit out of hand. He had to pull off the uh, call off the dogs. So right. let's do a quick Australian player watch right after this. This is Shane Hill, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do it. The Australian Player Watch. Paddy Thrills! Paddy Mills makes his debut as a Hawk. Played five minutes when they're up like, what, 30 against the Wizards. But he hit a three, you little beauty! Three points, one rebound. One and one from deep. Love to see it. On you, Paddy. You absolute dead set legend. Uh, no Box Hill Benny, obviously. He was out for another week. Might be back later this week. We'll keep an eye on that. The Rooster, Rock'em Sock'em Block'em Jock'em Landau. Nothing over the weekend. Uh, didn't get out there in that Denver game. Bit of a shame, but he's uh, looking pretty good, so it's all good. Dyson Daniels, two big games over the weekend. Went 3-7 in that Clippers game. He had 7-8-5 and five in a big win 
Uh, shot three of seven from the floor. He had one steal and one block in that game. Then backs it up in that Utah game. He went three of 14 and 0 of six from downtown. It was brutal. But he still had six points, six rebounds, five assists, and six steals. Jesus. Also had five turnovers. That was a brutally weird game for Dyson. The vacuum, though. God damn, he crushes it. Giddy up. The mopped up mumba the week, Bix kid. He had 10, 7, and 8 with four fouls against the Sixers. Weird game. He shot 4 of 12, right? And had a couple of weird missed passes where he's just like not looking at SGA and he's like, I'm trying to find Chet. He's my friend. <laughs> SGA is like, I will have this motherfucker killed. So now my Outback Takehouse is that SGA is uh, doing all this leaking against Giddy. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, Josh Greeny Green against the Clippers. He played nine minutes. Bit of a weird one. Nine minutes. 0 of 2 from the floor. 0 of 1 from downtown. Two fouls, one rebound, one assist. Just, uh, it wasn't great. It really wasn't. <laughs> it was just a horrible game for everybody on the Mavs. Apart from Dante Exum, he had 18 minutes in that game. He had two points, eight rebounds, two assists, and a steal with one turnover. In a game they lost by 19, he was a plus four in 18 minutes. Hashtag, play more Dante! One of four from the floor as well for his two points, but still. Not bloody bad, bro. Not bloody bad. Uh, Jingland Joe Ingles in his uh, game, was it today? Yes, against Charlotte. Zero points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal. 0 of three from the floor, 0 of one from downtown. But it came after a pretty handy game against the uh, Celtics. He had five points, five rebounds, and two assists in that one. Went one of one from three, two of three from downtown as well. So... Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, Aussie Matty 2. <clears throat> Matisse Tybalt against the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Aito gone for the good land. Five points, four steals, one block, one assist, one rebound, one of four from the floor. Pretty good. Not bad by their uh, your old mate, Matty T. But what about Duop? Duop, bop, bop, duop, bop, 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 duop. The Great Barrier Reef himself, as I mentioned, Bit of a rough one. Got dunked on by Giannis. Went one of five from the floor. One of four of which were from downtown. Turns out with three points and two steals. In his 12 minutes. Not bloody bad. You'll get that on the big jobs. How about the Andrew Goes Grand Mumber Award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence, though? It's the first Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. that one up because I mentioned Cole Anthony before with his 30.7 assists 7 rebound 2 steals and 1 block game off the bench that's pretty remarkable 37 7 2 steals and a block it's because he and Magic Johnson are the only players with that stat line or better off the bench (laughs) that's fucking insane you better believe that's some excellence god damn also, I'll tell you what, look, the Joker, the what he's just doing, like, routinely, is particularly egregious. Like, they lose to the Rockets, but the Joker still had, what, 38, 19, and 8 in that game. And he backed it up today against the Spurs in the win with 39, 11, and 9. <laughs> That's just... What are we doing? That's incredible. Love to see it. Same thing goes for Wembenyama with, like, the million fucking steals today, too. Like, that is just excellent gear. Um, but anyway, good stuff. Love to see it. Happy days all around. Uh, 
Right, let's do the Penny Mills Game Day Baller Game Day Twitter check-in, shall we? I think we ought to. Because I believe, well, now we've got the Penny Mills actually out there playing. I think we've got a new jock post at least. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah. Let's see what Patty, if Patty's done anything. Uh, no, but Jock has. So uh, we have Jock. One new post. Very fire. Literally, uh, beers clinking uh, emoji. He's wearing the big jeans, big coat. He's got the Sean head. Taking a shot. How's Dario Keeks saying, we all love you in Houston, but you need to be better? Fuck, bro. That is harsh ass. <laughs> Settle down there, Dario. Bloody hell. All right, let's do some game previews for tomorrow. I haven't actually added up the uh, picks from the weekend, but we did pretty bloody well. Against the spread on Saturday, that was one, two, three, four, five... Six, seven of ten, I think it was. Not bloody bad. And we nailed some of their dead, so I'll have those figures for you tomorrow. Uh, but we're doing pretty well in the picks, obviously, so that's good. Right, tomorrow we've got the five games. I'll just check to see if there's actually now odds for that Denver game, because there weren't any earlier. Uh, there are, so that's good. All right. We have Paulin at Indy. This is... Fire it up. Indy are going to do one to Portland, aren't they? Indy minus 11.5. I don't know if you can make that line high enough for me. Why are they not showing the fucking odds? Let's have a look. There we go. Uh, yeah, 11.5 for the Pacers. I'm taking that in a heartbeat. Blazers, look, played the Bucks really close. The Pacers will still light them on fire. Uh, Lakers, Sixers. This game is awesome. 11 a.m. tomorrow, the Sixers Embiid, Maxi versus LeBron and AD. I actually like the Lakers plus four and a half in this one. The Sixers are pretty bad at covering. Um, so I'm going to take the Lakers on the road plus four and a half. You know LeBron's going to love this. They're pretty deep. They can go toe-to-toe with the Sixers. Even if they lose, I think the Sixers just like limp over the line. Wizards at Pistons. This is just two one-legged men in an ass-kicking contest. I know, because I've only got one leg at the moment. Uh, I'm going to take the Wizards, plus three and a half, in Detroit. The Wizards can at least put up a pretty handy score here and there. We've seen that. The Pistons just struggle on both ends. And even if it's close, I'm going to take the points of the Wizards. It's just a horrible sentence to utter, but that's where we're at. Detroit versus Washington. Pelicans Jazz. This is an interesting one. Uh, I'm going to take the Pals, minus four and a half. The Yaz, good on the weekend, but I think the Pals, if they bring back Zion, it's just going to be a tough one for the Jazz. And they pulled off that huge fourth quarter comeback. Give me the New Orleans Pelicans, minus four and a half. And then we have the Nuggets against the Clippers. The Clippers are four and a half point favorites, which says to me that the Nuggets are resting Joker. So we should probably have a look at Twitter and see if that's the case. Uh, because otherwise, it would be weird. Because, I don't know, the Nuggets absolutely always kick the crap out of the Clippers. So, uh, yeah. The schedule loss. There you go. Yeah, it looks like 
Jokic and Aaron Gordon probably don't go to LA. Uh, Jokic against the Clippers is 32-16-9. They've like won 10 of 11 of the last 12 against them and stuff like that. So, yeah, look, if Jokic doesn't play, we're going obviously with the Clippers minus four and a half. And away we go. If he does play, I'm taking the fucking Nuggets in a heartbeat. I don't really care what the line is because he just always beats them. And there you go. Good times. Woo, that was a long one today. That was a big weekend. And uh, lots going on. So, I also had to stop and die from coughing a couple of times. <laughs> Jeez. All right, we're back on deck tomorrow as well. In the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face IG. I'll have some more videos up this week. Uh, we're all over the socials, you know that. And same goes for NFL Australia, myself and Gaz. We've got a big week of NFL to talk out. There's a lot going on. Uh, so subscribe, rate, review across your podcast app. What is it? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever app you use on your Android phone. It does help out. Rate, review, and star it. I don't want to have to fight you, but I will. Uh, get around NBAstray.com slash shop. Get your merch. Get your merch. And big thanks go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. Check out their new band, House Hats, as well as Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated Goldmines, Ramshack Alami, Iowa Sex Jedi, Green Green Green, and Dozers for the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands, so should you. And uh, we're going to close out with a really quick deli review of the Barbie movie, and we will catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And free patty! Hashtag... Hashtag free party. <laughs> Later, isn't Oi, 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 how the fuck are you? It's your old mate Deli over here just swinging by from my latest pop culture review, eh? I've got to tell you, we had like a third break in the NBL this week, so like me and my United boys didn't even play enough then. So I had a pretty chill weekend. I'm just coming back in, you know, having a play. Basically going back on a five and fives and shit. So I'll be back like next week or whatever. So, but yeah, in the meantime, the missus is like, oh, how about we have like a bit of a movie night? And I'm like, oh yeah, sick as, not a problem. I'm like, what movie do you want to watch? And she's like, fucking, didn't even think. She's like, Barbie. I'm like, fuck it, all right. Yeah, sick as. So we watched that Barbie movie and I'll tell you, it's fucking awesome. Well, it was funny. It was smart. I learned a lesson that, you know, I'm an idiot. Dudes are idiots. What are we? We're all morons, I think. But yeah. Nah, I'm just joking. No, it was really good. It was real fun. Really enjoyed it. Uh, really thought that Margot Robbie phone. She's pretty hot, eh? Oh, man. Fuck. Just don't get caught staring too hard, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Anyway, she was fucking awesome. Ryan Gosling, he was pretty fucking good, too. Well, all of them, like, I really enjoy, like, that fucking little prick. He was pretty funny, too. So, yeah, there's lots of good stuff going on in that one. So, yeah, if you haven't watched that Barbie movie, don't be afraid, like, think, oh, man, it's a fucking chick flick. It's about Barbie and shit. It's like, nah, man, it's really fucking funny. It's really fucking good. So go watch it. It's like 422 out of one, out of 10 deli ones. There you go. So, yeah, check it out. Right, that's it for this week. We'll catch you next time. Later, fuck, guys. Deli out. <laughs>